Hey there, Brave family. Um, I was actually not even going to record before Christmas, but I was just in the word this morning and I thought we're going to go for it off the cuff. Holy Spirit led off the cuff. That's what we're calling it. I did not plan much of this, but um, here we go. Brave, in case you haven't joined us before, is a ministry through Fellowship of Christian Athletes. My name is Amber Johns, and I just have a heart for discipleship, especially among women and young girls. I feel multi-generational discipleship is exactly what we're called to do. And I've not always felt this way, but I love how God just works through even our apathy at times. But right now it is a couple of days before Christmas and I was just praying over some people and I realized that, you know, the holidays and all of the celebration, there's grief and joy at the same time and it's okay. It's okay. Um, I think some of us, we just get all decked out and Christmas just brings us so much joy. Others of us, um, there's a twinge of grief or all out grief or traditions have changed. Things have changed. Family dynamics have changed. And it allows us to kind of grieve over what was versus what is. And so I just have a heart for that. Like, I know there's so much of that. I, I'm engaged with so many of you online, offline and in person. And I know it's not all a Hallmark card. So I just I just want to encourage you to grab some quiet time away from the chaos, away from all of the things. Um, you know, BRAVE stands for bold, redeemed, anointed, victorious, and eternal. Those are strong words. Those are strong uh, descriptions of who I believe that God has called us to be, how he's made us. But rarely do we feel all of those at once. And that's why the beauty of scripture is so powerful. I was actually asked a question um, just in ministry itself and just our belief in the Lord and who he is and how can I be so sure? And that's a great question. How can we be so sure? And I think that, you know, we we can be sure. I actually have a lot to say about the evidence of who God is and Jesus. Uh, that actually really brought me to a stronger faith. The The fancy word for that is apologetics and just, you know, removing even the, the feelings and the emotions of faith and getting into the logic and evidence uh, that really kind of brings me back to a place of it's proof. There's so much truth. There's so much science um, that involves, you know, just the, the identity of who Christ was on this earth. And so there's a lot to that. I'm not going to get into that right now, but I really want to just bring you to a place of realizing that this is true. Uh, Jesus, Jesus came into this world and yes, by a miracle. And if he didn't do something supernatural, right, he is God. He is above he is above the natural. He is outside of the natural. And sometimes the accusations of those who are like, how can this possibly be? This is impossible. Of course, it's impossible. He's God. He does things that are impossible for us. And every Christmas Eve, for as long as I can remember, we read through Luke 2. And just placing yourself back there. And this is where I just kind of want you to, to let the busyness of the season go. Um, you know, a lot of you have just finished up a semester at college. Um, some of you are returning home to who knows what, or you're a, you're a mom just trying to keep Christmas together, um, or you're uh, working at a church and Christmas is the busiest time of your life. Um, I just want you to steal five minutes, um, whether it be in a car 
or in your bathroom, um, wherever you find your sanctuary and just close your eyes and just be like, man, we're doing all of this. Even those who don't believe Christmas is a time to reflect the birth of Jesus and what that all means to us. Um, and so I'm just going to read a couple verses because to me, it's nostalgia, it's tradition, but it's also scriptural truth. Um, and I just want to go, it's in Luke 2, 8 through 16. So here we go. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the city of David, a savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped tightly in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and in peace on earth, good earth to people he favors. When the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the babe who was lying in a manger. And after seeing them, they reported to the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as had been told them. So that just is a beautiful picture of all things right there. The shepherds knew this was going to come. This had been prophesied long, long before this ever happened. But the, the thing I love the most is Mary just took it all in. Here, she had just given birth as a very young girl. Um, and she was just treasuring these things in her heart. Um, there was a lot of hard things uh, becoming pregnant um, as a virgin. I mean, if you go through the customs of that time and what was going on, I even think there was probably a lot of grieving of what she was about to let go of, um, just trying to endure and understand all that had been promised to her and all the beauty that was coming alongside this at all. There was joy and probably a little grief, maybe not in the moment after the birth, but up until there was a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of things going on in the culture that this made no sense to Joseph as well. And so just personalize this, this story um, and that this, this history, this, this event happened. Um, and it, it, there's so much evidence to prove that it happened. So if this is true, I just ask you to really take in what this, this season is all about what we're doing, why we're doing it, however you choose to celebrate Christmas and whatever traditions you have, embrace them, start new ones, whatever grief that comes with these holidays that um, Jesus sees that he's there in that grief too. He loves you so much um, that he understands that this is sometimes a really hard time for people too. And there's, uh, there's also a lot of joy in the season. Um, my devotions this morning were on grace and just the prayer was like, you know, go through and see where God has bestowed such grace on us, um, where he's really filled us up um, despite the grief, despite the hard things, where have we found grace? And I, that was my, med like just meditating on those words and just being like, all right, Lord, show me where that grace is. Show me where you have just really um, blessed us and finding those spaces of thankfulness. Um, for those of you who have never made a decision to follow Jesus. One, 
reach out, like ask somebody, ask the hard questions that you're facing. I love hard questions. Uh, so I welcome them either at my email or on Facebook, wherever you can find me, text me. Um, I love really hard questions that dig into why, why even surrender your life to Jesus? Why does this all matter? Um, there is so much beauty behind this. There's so much restoration. Um, it changes. It gives you, you know, a replacement for wishful thinking and gives you hope. We tend to interchange the two. Wishful thinking is that you wish things get better. You wish for a better end. You wish good things. You wish that this was all true. Hope. Hope um, is evidence of things not seen. Hope is promise. Hope is God promised that, you know, my verse, Revelation 21, five, that all things will be made new. This is where it began in the, in the, in the birth of our savior to now. Yes, it's a miracle. It's supposed to be. Um, and all of the evidence leading up to it, all of the logic behind some of the, the circumstances that led to this guys, there's so much truth to this. And so if you don't know Jesus, if you've never taken that step to surrender in those five minutes that you have in your bathroom, ask why. What is holding you back from giving your life to Jesus? What are those things? Write them down and, and just acknowledge the fact that you just have a hesitation or there's something that you don't understand. I would be happy if I can. Um, if I can't answer it, I know people who can. But to give your life to Jesus is to embrace hope and get rid of wishful thinking that no matter what happens in this life, that in the end, all things will be made new. There will be no more tears. There will be the greatest um, hope, things that we cannot see or imagine. It is promised us over and over in scripture. So with that, I say for Christmas, um, you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some time alone in the quiet, embrace who God says you are, uh, get in the word, read through Luke too. It's just cool. Every if, if you've read it your whole life, go through Pick out something that you never even thought about before. Dig in a little bit deeper and understand why this is such a precious time. Um, and to not let the hecticness and the craziness, um, the grief, the emotions, even you know the joy just replace who Jesus is. And if you can come to that space, there is a quiet there. Um, and, and give yourself that. Give yourself that for, for Christmas. Um, reach out if you have questions about faith or Christ. Man, this is the time. This is, this is, there's never... A time for later. The time is now. And I am always willing to share and un help you understand why this is the most important decision of your life. And for those who do know Jesus, maybe there's some apathy. Maybe there's just some, some dullness. Maybe you're just really struggling. If that's the case, reach out, get into the word, spend some time with Jesus. You can lament. You can give him your grief. He is big enough for all of it. But for all of this, um, I hope you find joy. I pray you find some peace in this in this couple days leading up to Christmas and then Christmas Day. I pray that um, you have a heart for the Lord in 2024 that is like you've never had before and that we can journey in this together, um, not only online, but offline and in community. But man, I just have a heart for you guys. I, I pray this has been an encouragement. You can coexist with grief and joy in both are okay. Jesus sees it all. He's in all of it. So Merry Christmas. Thank you for journeying with us and brave for the past two years. I look forward to seeing you in 2024.